Welcome to Carleton College, where tonight we have the Battle of Northfield as the Carleton Knights will host the St. Olaf Oles from just down the street. Roy Koenig sitting in for Gordy Kasfeld here this evening. It is the Battle of Northfield. It is not the battle for the GOAT, however, as Carleton will continue to hang on to that traveling trophy for a fourth consecutive season. The team that doesn't have the GOAT has to sweep the season series to regain the GOAT. And the Oles were oh so close earlier this season to getting the first victory in the head-to-head, a game they led most of the way, but ended up coming up short in double overtime. Uh, 670 to 66 was the final in that game. Luke Harris, who is the top scorer for this Carlton team, hit a big bucket late to put his team ahead and uh, Carlton ends up holding on to that. But this game has a lot of other importance, not to mention the whole concept of the battle for Northfield, but how about a battle to be in position to get into the playoffs? Carlton right now is sitting in a fine spot. They're sitting number four in the standings, but it is very tight from five, six, seven, and even potentially down to eight and nine with only a handful of games remaining. St. Olaf is sitting in the number six spot with a seven and seven record. The Oles have lost three consecutive games coming into this evening's game, so they are trying to switch momentum. They also will be playing for the second consecutive time without their leading scorer, or second leading scorer, I should say, but their main facilitator in Connor Martin, injured in the Gustavus game uh, just recently. He missed the game against Augsburg this weekend and is uh, out of today's game as well. On the other hand, a team that's running hot and individually some players doing a great job as well as this Carlton Knight team. They have won four out of their last five games. Carlton's uh, Matt Banovitz has scored 15-plus points in five consecutive games. Spencer Getz has become a crucial part of the offense, scoring more than 12 points per game over the last three contests as well. And this game will be featuring a couple of coaches that have been highly decorated. Now Coach Dan Kosmoski has been with the Oles for many years, 30 years now with the Oles. Uh, he was a coach of the year about 10 years ago. Carlton's Ryan Kershaw, newer uh, uh, as far as... Uh, um, tenure as a head coach he did pick up the honor last season uh, the standings by the way do have Carlton at eight and five in the MIAC that's a half game behind Gustavus who's eight and four in third place Hamlin ten and four in second and St. John's is number one on the conference at 13 and one going the other direction from Carlton being in fourth place Concordia in fifth place at seven and six St. Olaf in sixth place at seven and seven, currently holding on to that final playoff position by sitting in that sixth uh, spot. And just one game ahead of Bethel at six and eight, Augsburg five and eight, McAllister five and nine. Long shots when you start to get to that point of the standings. St. Mary's with four wins, and St. Scholastica has one victory on the season. After today's game, uh, Carlton has five games. Actually, after today's game, they have six games remaining. After today, the Oles have just five games remaining. That'll include a Monday game with Hamlin for their uh, home game with Hamlin for their next contest, while Carlton will be here against Concordia on Saturday. So for the Oles, who have lost three games in a row, victories becoming very crucial down the stretch in order to maintain a playoff spot. St. Olaf comes in overall 8-11 and 11 on the season, and Carlton enters with a record of 11-7 and 7 on the season. 
Great to have you listening along on the Mighty 920, KDHL, Faribault, Minnesota, 97.9 FM as well. Roy sitting in for Gordy. We wish him a speedy recovery, and he'll be back Mike's side with you here before you know it. But I'll bring you tonight's game. And full disclosure, as many of you may be aware, I am the regular, one of the regular home announcers for the St. Olaf men's basketball team and women's basketball team when they're playing at home. And, of course, now with the uh, putting on the other hat, if you will, of uh, calling the game from the Carlton perspective. But what I'll do for you is call it from a fan's perspective because I'm looking forward to a good night of basketball here at Carleton College in Northfield. We continue on the pregame show momentarily on the 9920 KDHL. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops lifelong learners. Pre-game show continues from the Carleton Gym, the West Gym here at Carleton College with some of the notes from the MIAC's uh, basketball notebook. Some national notables in the game today would include Carleton junior guard Luke Harris with 172 free throw attempts this season. That is the third biggest number in Division Three. 133 free throws made is fourth in the nation. His 20 free throw attempts against St. John's on November 21st are tied for the fourth most of any Division Three game this season. And that is uh, Luke Harris, who, by the way, hit 77% of his free throws. Carleton senior forward Matt Banovitz averaging 24.5 points, seven rebounds, one block in a pair of road games last week while shooting nearly 60% and a blistering 56% from three-point range. He was 10 of 18 during those games in question. Started the week with a career-high 25-point effort in a game at St. John's on the 24th of January. Had six three-pointers in the game. Followed that up with a 24.11 rebound double-double at St. Scholastica last Saturday. Turning to the Oles side, St. Olaf Jr. Addy Metcalf out of Stillwater recorded seven steals and two blocked shots in the Oles two games uh, last week including grabbing a career-high six steals in Saturday's overtime loss to Augsburg. Metcalf led the team with 19 points in the game as well. And the Oles are certainly looking for some players to contribute in that point category with Connor Martin's sideline, 17 points, three three rebounds, three assists, and immeasurable energy when he's on the floor. So the Oles looking for players to pick up that scoring slack. Martin is the second-leading scorer on the team at 17 points per game, but he has a boot on his foot and will not be playing today. Other games going on around the MIAC today for the men include St. Mary's at Concordia. Gustavus is 
is at St. Scholastica, Bethel at McAllister, and St. John's at Augsburg. Coming up on Saturday, a day that the Oles are off, Carlton will be here against Concordia. Hamlin at Augsburg, Gustavus at Bethel on Saturday, St. Scholastica at St. John's, and St. Mary's at McAllister. I mentioned that the next game for St. Olaf comes up on Monday, on Monday when they host Hamlin and St. Olaf uh, again right on that break-even point at 7-7 seven and seven, sitting in sixth place in the standings. Hamlin sitting in second place, so that'll be a toughie when Monday rolls around. But first things first, the Oldies trying to settle the score with Carlton after the Knights scored a double overtime victory earlier this season. Now, each of the last two seasons, the teams have split their head-to-head in 2021-22. In 2022-23, they split. Carlton swept in 2019-2020. That earned Carlton the GOAT. And then there wasn't a series in 2020-2021. So for now the fourth consecutive season, Carlton will hang on to the GOAT. The Oles swept Carlton in the 2018-2019 season and have the GOAT in their possession at that time. And there is, of course, a big history to the GOAT, as there is in football. Basketball rivalry dating back now well over 100 years to the 1909-10 season. The Oles won the first game head-to-head ever, 22-8. to Funny to look at those old basketball scores. And is believed to be uh, one of the 20 most played series in college basketball. The Knights do have an advantage, 123-99 to all-time over the many, many years. 2023-24 marking the 110th year that these basketball teams have battled for the GOAT trophy. Andre Anderson, a St. Olaf student and later an Oles coach in the 20s, fashioned a makeshift GOAT out of a chair and hung it from the rafters of the St. Olaf gym back in 1914, trying to get the GOAT of the Carleton players. Carleton won that contest and claimed the GOAT as a symbol of the victory. The two schools have traded the GOAT ever since, and now... As I said before, the team not in possession of the GOAT must sweep the regular season series in order to wrestle away control from the other side. Uh, Carlton with their double overtime 70-66 win on December 4th guarantees that they will hang on to the trophy. That double overtime game, by the way, was a very unusual head-to-head, something that really has not happened uh, very often uh, in this particular series, as I understand it. Teams are concluding their warm-ups here momentarily. Lineups, national anthem, everything is just ahead for us here on the Mighty 920 KDHL as the Oles and Knights get set to duel, and I'll have more in a moment. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at amesburytruth.com slash careers. St. Olaf 8 and 11 overall, 7 and 7 in the conference. And Carlton at 11 and 7 is 8 and 5 in the conference. Coming up on the Mighty 920 KDHL Friday night. High school basketball as Bethlehem Academy plays at Triton. That'll be Friday night, 7 p.m. 
On the Mighty 920 and 97.9 FM as well. Also on Friday night on our sister station in Owatonna. AM 1390 and 94.7 FM, Owatonna basketball. The boys play at Austin. So that is the upcoming high school schedule on the Mighty 920 and sister stations. We do have the starters posted, so I'll let you know that Metcalf for the Oles. We'll get a more formal introduction in just a bit. Albers, Greer gets the nod today as well. Plus Kobe Kirk and Brendan Calls for the visitors from just down the street. And Carlton will be starting Getz and Gibbons as well as Harris. Coling and Banovitz. The upcoming schedule for the Knights after today with that game against Concordia here on Saturday afternoon. And then Monday, a home game with Augsburg. Wednesday at Hamlin. Next Saturday, which is the 10th of February, would be a game at Bethel. Then a Wednesday Valentine's night game with McAllister. And the wrap-up on the 17th with St. Mary's. And for the Ole is the upcoming schedule. On when uh, Monday has them home with Hamlin. Wednesday, a game at St. John's. Then Saturday the 10th at Scholastica. Road trips coming up next week for St. Olaf. Before they go to Concordia for a Valentine's Day game. And then the home finale is with Bethel on the 17th. And Bethel is a team that is battling St. Olaf for that final playoff spot. The Royals right now are one game behind the Oles for that final playoff spot. The sixth spot in the standings. They've got the Bucket Hat Brigade here tonight at Carleton. That was the giveaway to the students. Student announcers are also wearing those, I don't know, I'll call them a Gilligan hat, I guess. <laughs> That's what they look like to me. But they've got a lot of student participation in that. I guess the students are on break, but with that being the consideration, there's a good number of students here at Carleton College. And the Oles have had a few uh, students come in as well. As we'll have our anthem and introductions here momentarily, then we'll be ready to get underway with basketball. St. Olaf looking forward to home action with Hamlin come Monday night. We're going to get our national anthem here in just a moment. Coach Kosmoski chatting with his assistant coaches. They have been together for many a year. All those years added up. Coaches Langfeld, Eppen, and Taylor. Coaches Gray and Knutson assist Ryan Kershaw, the head coach for the Carlton Knights.
pretty good crowd on hand tonight. That always makes it more fun when told the students weren't on campus. I thought it might mean a real light crowd, but we've got a pretty good crowd indeed here inside the West Gym. For the Oles, Kobe Kirk, a six foot four sophomore forward. Number 10, a six foot four fifth year for, uh, forward, or guard rather, number 10, Josh Albers. Number 52, a six foot six fifth year player, Brendan Calls. Number two, a six foot one junior guard, Addison Metcalf. And from Illinois, a 5'11 senior guard, Caleb Greer. Calls Kirk, Greer, Albers, and Metcalf for the Oles. For the Carlton Knights, at a forward. Number three, 6'3", Junior Spencer Getz. At a forward, a 6'7", senior, number 25, Matt Banovitz. A six foot five freshman forward, number 20, Sam Kohling. A six foot six senior guard, number four, Alex Gibbons. And a six foot one junior guard, number 14, Luke Harris. Gets Gibbons, Harris, Kohling, and Banovitz for the Knights. Ryan Kershaw, the head coach for Carlton and Dan Kosmoski for the Oles. St. Olaf in the black uniforms today. White numbering, trimmed in gold, a little gold and white on the lower part of the shorts, but black primarily for the color. And Carlton with white. Blue numbers, blue trim on the uniforms as well. The Oles are on the floor ready to play. The Knights come out of their final team huddle, and we are ready to go with basketball on the Mighty 920 KDHL. Faribault, Minnesota. Roy sitting in for Gordy today. And uh, excited to bring you some uh, MIAC basketball. Big game for the Oles. Looking to split the season series. Looking to stay in playoff contention. Trying to snap a three-game skid. And a big game for the Knights trying to defend the home floor against the crosstown rival, earn a season sweep, and continue their hot play as of late. Winners of four out of five. The uh, tap is won by Carlton. Knights working to the left wing side. Gets a straight on look for Gibbons, and he steps to his left, takes a three, missed it. Albers hauls down the rebound. Josh Albers. Fifth-year guy gives the ball to Greer to take into the front court. This is where Connor Martin would come into play as he was main point guard for the Oles, missing his second consecutive game in a boot. Questionable as to when he may be able to return. And Metcalf takes the three, misses it, skying for the rebound as Getz. Six boards along with six points per game for Spencer Getz, the junior from Chaska. Now a drive and rolls off the heel of the rim. And an Ole was out of bounds as he ended up touching the ball. So it stays. Carlton ball, 20 seconds will be put up on the shot clock. And it'll be inbound baseline right for Carlton in this opening minute, 20-minute halves. Carlton attacking the basket to my right. Left hand, too strong. And uh, Calls gets the rebound off the miss by Banovitz. 
He backed down Albers, big, powerful Matt Banovitz able to back down Albers, but then missed the shot. Calls grabbed the rebound. Brendan calls 9.6 rebounds a game. Albers trying to find calls inside, can't penetrate a pass to him, and now Addison Metcalf does. Now Albers returns the favor, muscling his way in, spins, and can't get that one to crawl over the front of the rim. No score, almost a minute and a half into the first half. Here's Gibbons. Drives, gets bumped in the lane. That'll be a foul whistled against Addison Metcalf. First on him, first on the team. Halftime here today, they're going to honor the 2023 national champion women's cross-country team from Carleton. And a three from the corner, in and out. Cold rims here on both sides. And Greer flashes a play. Greer comes out of Country Club Hills, Illinois. Five points, two rebounds per game. He looks, he shoots, and drills a three. Now, Greer hasn't necessarily shot a lot of threes on the season, but he's 44% on three-point shooting, and the Oldies grab the initial lead of the game almost two minutes in. Harris on the dribble, guarded by Greer. Greer is quick. Harris dashes up the lane, a little off balance, taking a shot, draws a foul on Greer, and we'll go to the line. Greer picking up his first, team's second. And as already established in the pregame show, Harris is among the uh, top free throw guys in the country in number of free throws taken and made. And 77% is the percentage from the line. First free throw is good, and Carlton is on the board now as well. Ole's lead 3-1. to one. Assistant coach Matt Eppen has a chance to get Caleb Greer's ear for a moment. And then Harris lines up his second free throw, and the lefty gets all net on the second shot. 3-2 score. Couple of minutes in here at the West Gym at Carlton. Over the night logo at center, Kobe Kirk. Kirk now with the basketball. Turn around. Gets in the air. Knocks down the shot. Kirk has two. He averages 18 points per game. Five rebounds as well, and Kirk has the oldies up five to two, two and a half minutes in. Banovitz gives that ball to Getz, and Getz over Kirk for two. And Spencer Getz, six points for the Chaska Jr. Five, four, Oles approaching three minutes into the first half. Metcalf to calls, hands it to Albers. Little uh, head fake there, drives, and a finger roll didn't go. Fighting for the rebound is Calls. Put it on the floor and got fouled. Got fouled by Banovitz. That'll be his first, team's first. 20 seconds on the uh, shot clock, and the Oles get the offensive uh, inbound. And Greer, baseline right to put it into play. Greer looks. Greer looks. Coach Kaz says, get open, get open. Albers on the left-hand dribble, gives to Kirk outside the arc, and he's just going to launch. And he drills it. That is a three. Kobe Kirk, 25% on three-point shooting, and the Oles lead 8-4. Five points for Kobe here early on. 6-4 sophomore, Kobe comes out of North Oaks and Mounds View High School. Ball handed off to Gibbons. Gibbons deals it back to the right to Harris. Harris penetrates, shoots, and scores! Harrison, Harris, excuse me, 22 points per game. The junior has four points in this one. He's out of Piedmont. California. I wonder if 
Is there any chance it was warmer here today than Piedmont, California? Temperature in the mid-50s in southern Minnesota, mid to upper 50s. A uh, finger roll to the basket didn't go for the Oles. Rebounded by the Knights into the front court is Harris. Passes to Getz. Almost four minutes through the first half. 8-6, St. Olaf with the lead. St. Olaf led most of the first game. Last second layup, switching from kind of a little finger roll at the end that time by Banovitz. Missed the shot. St. Olaf gets the rebound. Bursting ahead. Bursting ahead was uh, Kobe Kirk. Then he pulled up on his dribble. Some thought he may have traveled, but the ruling and the call is a foul on Getz. That'll be his first and the team's second. Got her first subs into the game as Frisch and Sweat enter the game for Carlton. St. Olaf is yet to substitute as we've gone just past four minutes here in the first half. And St. Olaf up 8-6 to six with the ball. Metcalf, oh, a give and go back to Calls. Missed the shot. Rebound taken down by Harris. Harris, hip-high dribble into the front court, guarded by Greer. Uses up the dribble, got the ball to Coling, now to uh, Getz, and then dropped off for Sweat. Sweat, high in the lane, tries to hand it off to uh, Harris coming by, couldn't execute that play. Ten seconds on the shot clock, head fake by Coling. Now Getz with the basketball, guarded by Calls. Shot clock down to four. Three-point try misses, ricochets into the hands of Greer. St. Olaf with a two-point lead and the ball. Ole's up eight to six. 15-10 to go first half. Calls gets double-teamed. Pulls up on the dribble, out to Metcalf, and he stepped on the sideline as he was just kind of getting himself in position. Metcalf, a 6-1 junior out of Stillwater and St. Croix Lutheran, and it'll be a turnover on St. Olaf. With the dribble into the front court was Harris. Frisch, little pocket pass to Sweat. Oh, and backdoor cut. It's good for Miles Frisch. The senior from Eden Prairie finds his way to the hoop on the other side. It's 8-8. 14.45 to go in the first half. Greer flashes a signal, guarded by Coling, gives the ball to Kirk. Albers now with the basketball. Albers drives in, hooks it up and off, rebounded by Frisch. Quickly up the floor with Harris. Harris attacks Metcalf. And it's a block on Metcalf. And that'll be the second foul on Addison and the third foul on the Oles. And St. Olaf has its first substitute coming in. This is Jalen Hanna, 6'1 junior guard out of Burnsville coming into the game. Metcalf will take a break. And uh, Walker checking in right now for the Oles as well. Dashiell Walker coming into the game. Dashiell is a 6'4 junior out of Louisville, Colorado. 8-8 tie, Carlton ball. Three fouls on the Oles, two on the Knights. Oh, nice play. Just a little soft shot put in for Spencer Getz. Getz has four, the Knights have the lead, 10-8. 14-15 to go in the first half. Rear passes to his left side where Kirk sets up, hooks it down low, calls! Has it knocked out of his hands, out of bounds. And that'll get a roar of approval from the crowd. It stays only basketball, but no foul, no reset on the shot clock. It is down to 14 seconds for the Oles. Good crowd of Carleton fans. They've got on the blue bucket caps that say Carleton College. That ball comes into Hannah. 
Pass to Calls. He's outside the arc. Gives to Greer. Greer with five on the shot clock. Leans in. Greer sets it up and in. He's got his second field goal of the game. Violis are able to just beat the shot clock and tie this game up at 10. 13.45 to go first half. Harris gives the ball. A little pull up from just left of the lane. Knocked down by Spencer Getz. Off to a great start. Six points. 12-10 Carlton. Greer directing traffic as he crosses over the Knight logo. Given right back to him by Calls. And now over to uh, Hannah. Almost went right through his hands. His pass does get to Calls just barely. Greer calls. Three-pointer on its way. It comes off the side of the rim. And Calls can hit the three. Missed it. Getz got the rebound. Harris drives at the other end. Stripped by Hannah. And then Hannah, not quite able to hold on to the basketball, but a great job stripping it away from uh, Harris as he was driving to the hoop. So it's an inbound play for Carlton. Shot clock is at 24, 13 minutes to go first half. Into Frisch. He puts it into Sweat's hands. Back to Frisch, guarded by Kirk. Frisch, one-hander, one-handed driving layup is good for Miles Frisch. He's got two baskets, 14-10 Knights, 12.45 to go first half. Greer gives the ball to uh, Mertes. He checked into the game just recently. Jack in Mertes, he's a freshman out of Boise, Idaho for the Oles. Hannah out to Mertes or out to Walker, Mertes. Five seconds inside, left hand of the basket. Nice job by Mertes. So Mertes with his first basket, the freshman, brings the Oles within two. Here's a long three off the front of the rim. Offensive rebound by Frisch. Gives to Harris, dashing up on the back door. Harris has six. He's the one that missed the three. But a good offensive rebound, and then Harris... Catches, shoots, and scores. He's got six points. 12 minutes to go first half. 16-12. Carlton leading. Kobe Kirk. Kirk drives and then lost it. Got it back. Missed the shot. The Oles get the offensive rebound. Walker puts it out to Hannah. Then Greer drives left side. Penetrates the defense. Missed it. Kirk goes up for a tip in. Didn't go. And Carlton in transition the other way up by four. Harris looks to drive on Hannah, dishes to the corner, goes through the legs of his teammate, and that'll be a turnover on Carlton. The Knights bring Banovitz and Gibbons back into the game, and heading out are Harris and Kohling. Holy basketball, Walker, Greer, Kirk, Mertes, and Hannah, the players out there for the Oles. Coach Kosmoski standing to my left. Coach Kershaw standing to my right. And Kobe Kirk is fouled. Foul is the second on Spencer Getz and the third on the team. As a few more Ole student fans arrive here at the Carlton Gym. There's not a shooting foul, so an inbound here with 21 on the shot clock. Greer has to find somebody in a hurry. Finally finds Hannah. Jalen Hanna gives back to Greer. Still 15 on the shot clock. Walker hands it to Kirk. Kirk, little head fake once, and now a three. 
And a three it is. Kobe Kirk has his second three of the game, and the Oles are within a point. 16, 15, 11 minutes to go first half. We'll get you all sorts of stats at halftime and try and pick up the uh, program, which is an introduction of the national champion women's cross-country team for Carleton. With the ball, Frisch, free-throw line extended. Now Banovitz, straight-down look for Frisch. Back to Banovitz, left side of the key. Banovitz now drives up the lane, dishes, and a jumper around and off. Rebound tapped up a couple times, taken down by Sweat. Sweat kicks it all the way out to Frisch. Frisch launches a long three and drills the long three. 19-15, Carlton. 10-20 to go in the first half. Kobe Kirk takes his time into the front court, deals the ball to Greer, gets it back. Kirk is going to take the three and hit another three. Kobe Kirk has three threes. St. Olaf is within a point, 19-18, 10 minutes to go in the first half. Kobe Kirk is uh, three for three on three-point tries. Driving in is Gibbons on the left-hand dribble, off the glass and in, and Gibbons has his first basket. And a timeout is taken. So a full timeout is taken by the Carleton Knights. It's 21-18. Carleton leading over St. Olaf with 9.51 to go in the first half. On the Mighty 920 KDHL. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Carleton out rebounding St. Olaf at this point, 10 to 8. Carlton one for five on three-point tries. The Oles are four for six on threes. Overall, St. Olaf is a seven for 17, 41%. Overall, Carlton is uh, seven for 17, nine for 17 for Carlton. So they do have a slightly better shooting percentage overall, even though they don't have as many uh, three-pointers. They do have the lead at 21 to 18. And as the game has progressed here and started up, this gym is approaching full. It's getting pretty close. Great crowd here. One turnover by St. Olaf, one turnover by Carlton. 21-18, our score. What else jumps out? No free throws yet by the Oles. Two for two for Carlton. We're back underway. 9.45 to go in the first half in a three-point game. Ole's trail, and St. Olaf has the basketball. That's Hannah. Albers. Skip pass right side outside the arc. Greer calls, hands it off to Hannah. Still 15 on the shot clock. Hannah shoots. Skims it off the heel of the rim. Tracked down in the corner by Gibbons. Gives it over to Harris. Right side dribble. Now drifts toward the top of the key. Switches to the left-hand dribble. Pass the ball to Sweat outside the arc. He gives to uh, Banovitz, who is fouled. Hannah, his first. That'll be the team's fourth. Three team fouls have been called against Carlton. Carlton comes in, winners of four out of five. St. Olaf has lost three in a row after winning four straight. 
right on that playoff bubble, sitting in sixth place right now are the Oles. Inbound corner, shot, sweat, off Kirk, rebound St. Olaf. Backtracking defense by Carlton. No uh, backcourt pressure on the Oles. Greer gives to Albers. Swings it over to Hannah. Pass a little bit lackadaisical on the pass to the high post. It calls it stolen. Fast break the other way. Shot misses. Put back basket is good. One hand put back by Sweat, the 6'4 senior out of Glencoe, Illinois. And it's Knights 23, Oles 18, 8.45 to go in the first half. Hannah to calls. They do have Kirk marked up pretty well. Right now, Frisch is guarding Kirk. He is all over Kobe Kirk. Kirk has the basketball, trying to get some freedom, and a foul is whistled on Frisch. So that'll be the first on him, and this is an inbound play. 20 seconds will be put on the shot clock, but Frisch was absolutely blanketing Kirk. That's the only player who can score a lot of points. Now, Calls can, too, score some points. He averages nine a game. And right now, it's Frisch all over Calls. And let's see what we get for the call that's going to be on Frisch once again. So that is the second on Miles Frisch, fifth on the team. Still 20 on the shot clock for the only inbound that comes to Albers. He gets it to Kirk. Kirk guarded by Frisch. Kirk inch blocked. Shot blocked by Gibbons. And coming the other way is Harris. And Harris is fouled by Hannah. Two shots coming. Hannah's second, team's fifth on St. Olaf. Harris at the line. He's already two of two. Is the only player at the free throw line so far tonight. Number 14, dribble, 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 shoot. Free throw made. Getz will come back into the game, give Frisch a break. Frisch being called on to guard the scorers for the Oles. Harris to take his second shot momentarily, 24-18. Carlton, 8.20 to go in the first half. 77% free throw shooter for Harris. 22 points per game. And hits them both. He's 4-4 from the line, 8 points. And it's now 25-18, 7-point lead. I believe that is the biggest of the game thus far. Greer. Greer thought about a 3. Gives the ball instead to Mertes. Now to Calls in the lane. Calls spins right into the face of the defender. Banovitz. Now a pass is stolen. Two on one. Harris gives. Back to Harris. Banks it in. Nice play back and forth there. Harris along with Gibbons. Good teamwork. It's now 27-18. 27-18 Carlton. 7.45 to go in the first half. Calls goes to Greer. Fans chanting defense. Calls, 10 on the shot clock, Greer. Now Murtis gives to Albers, and Albers drills a three. St. Olaf really needed that. 27-21, 7-20 to go first half. Carlton on top. Handed off to Harris. Harris already 10 points in the game. He's almost halfway to his average. And, boy, was that Albers? Somebody went up there and blocked it. And then Harris grabs the loose ball, missed it. Albers gets the rebound. 
Greer, meanwhile, was wiped out by somebody who was lying on the floor when all that was happening around him. Greer back to his feet. He'll take the ball into the front court for the Oles, down by six with the basketball. little grimace on the face of Kobe Kirk. Not sure what that was about. Now Kirk is going to draw a foul. Kobe Kirk kind of dances his way to the basket, goes in the air, draws the contact and the foul on Luke Harris, his first, and Kobe Kirk goes to the free throw line. 11 points already for him. 82% from the line is Kobe Kirk. Free throw, missed it. Much to the delight of the Carlton fans. One more for Kobe Kirk. 18 points per game. He's at 11 in the first half, 6.48 to go. Drilled that one, nothing but net to the delight of the Ole fans, 27-22. Carlton by five with the ball. Gibbons on the high dribble. Banovitz and Harris. Now a look by Gibbons, launches a three and drills a three. Gibbons is a 40% three-point shooter, 30-22. Carlton, 6.20 to go in the first half. Albers gets that ball to Murtis. Then Greer mishandled it but keeps possession. 12 on the shot clock for the Oles as Calls looks inside. And in a battle there is Murtis. He gets it over to Greer. Baseline jumper missed. Rebounded by Getz. Harris races out. Now to the top of the key. Little head fake there by Banovitz. Player flies in the air. Banovitz steals it to the corner to Coling. Coling around, around, and off. Benevitz gets the uh, rebound, gives to Harris. Harris, corner, Benevitz three, in and out. Rebound gets a three from the right wing. Count it. Harris for three. All those second opportunities, and it is a double-digit night lead, 33-22. 13 points for Harris, 5.39 to go in the first half, and we've got a timeout on the floor here at Carlton with the Knights. Up by 11 on the Mighty 920 KDHL. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. So time out on the floor here at Carleton College as the coaches have their teams gathered up around them. And Carleton leading 33-22. to 22. Carlton shooting 40, 48%. The Oles shooting 38%. Carlton is 3 for 10 on three-pointers. The Oles are 5 for 8. But overall, Carlton has made five more baskets than the Oles, plus their 4 of 4 from the free throw line. St. Olaf 1 of 2. Turnovers in the game, uh, one by Carlton, but three by the Oles. Some of the stats that jump out. Points in the paint, that's all Carlton, 20 to 4. Points off turnovers are 6-3 in favor of Carleton right now. Knights lead 33-22, however. Carleton 
fourth in the standings entering today. The Oldies sixth in the standings. St. Olaf Ball, Albers, Calls, Kirk, Mertis, and Greer with the basketball. Greer to Calls. Calls gives to Albers. Albers back to Calls. Mishandled, turned over. Harris races forward. He's got Getz in front of him. He's got Kohling. He's got Banovitz setting a screen. And uh, as well in there, I think Gibbons, he's got the basketball. Gibbons, fade away, baseline off. Rebound comes on a ricochet out to Mertes. And Mertes, the 6'6 freshman from Boise, Idaho, gives the ball to Greer. Under five minutes to play first half, 11-point lead. Another steal. And Banovitz, lob play, calls intercepts. Little at a joint on that fast break by Carlton, and the Oles take advantage of it. What a long, long three! My word, Kobe Kirk from the Ole campus hits that three, and it's 33 to 25. As Kobe gets his fourth three, that quiets down the crowd a bit as well. Still an eight-point gap in the game with 4.20 to go in the first half. Higgins about to come in for the Oles. Ball handed off to Harris. Harris uses up the dribble, looks for some help. Six on the shot clock. Harris, three-pointer, straight on look. That misses. And the Ole fans give him a little bit of grief as that did not hit iron. He still has 13 points in the game. Only Kobe Kirk at 15 has more points on the floor. 4.06 to go in the first half. Into the game for the Oles is Aiden Higgins. He's a freshman out of St. Paul in Minneapolis, De La Salle. He wears number 12. He's set up on the left wing as Kirk comes into the front court with the ball, gives to Walker. Walker back to Kirk. Kirk straight on three. That one is off. Rebounded by Benevitz. Benevitz, seven rebounds to go with 16 points per game. 3.45 to go first half. Eight-point lead for the Knights. Harris gets fouled as he's going to the hoop. Missed the shot. He'll go to the free-throw line where so far he's been lights out. Four for four. Foul on Higgins. His first, team sixth. Six have been called on Carlton as well. Harris to the line. 13 points, four of four free-throw shooting. 77% from the line, and here he is again. Free-throw. It's good. That one looked like it didn't quite have enough on it, but just enough to get over that front rim. Front of the rim. 34-25. And it's good. 35-25. 10-point advantage for Carlton. 3.45 to go first half. Dribbling into the front court is Higgins. And he gives the ball to Walker. Walker drives, and Walker high off glass, missed it. Rebounded on the weak side by Getz. Quick outlet goes ahead to Harris. Harris turns on the afterburners, now stops. Kicks that out top of the key. Gibbons left side with a player in his face. Three-pointer misses, rebounded by Higgins. Aiden Higgins already getting very active in the game. Kobe Kirk, who has made four three-pointers, is into the front court. Gives that ball to Walker. Walker drives. Draws a crowd. Misses the shot. Some contact. No whistle. Rebounded by Kohling. Harris into the front court. Right-hand dribble. Harris up the lane. Around Higgins. And up and through. So Harris takes a scenic route to the basket. He's got 17. The lead is 37-25. Knights 2.45 to go first half. Kirk to Higgins. 
Higgins gives that ball to, uh, well, they work it off top of the key, calls. Right side, Kirk elevates, missed it. Higgins, nice job with the tap out to calls. Great play by Higgins. Now for Mertes for three, missed it. Rebounded by the Knights. 2.25 to go in the first half, 12-point lead for Carlton. Harris in the front court. Harris gives to the screener. And rejected, rejected by Mertes, but Carlton keeps the ball. Shot clock down to 10. 2.05 in the first half. Gets inside. Leaner missed it. Rebounded by Walker. Walker will run the floor. Now slow it down as he crosses the timeline. Under two minutes to play first half. St. Olaf down 12. Oli's working around. St. Olaf playing without Connor Martin for the second game in a row. Foot or ankle injury. Or he's in a boot, I should say. Now that ball knocked out of bounds. It was knocked out of the hands of Jack and Mertes. Jaken Mertes. And it is still Ole Ball with 12 seconds to go on the shot clock. And Higgins will put it in. Aiden Higgins, first year, 6-1. De La Salle. Higgins lobs it way into Kirk. 10 on the shot clock. Kobe on the drive. Splits the defense. Bakes it up and in. 10-point gap. 1.30 to go. First half, 37-27 Carlton. On the mighty 920 KDHL Fairbowl, Minnesota. Roy sitting in for Gordy tonight. Ball handed off to Benevitz. Now Harris and Getz. Getz kicks it out. Three-pointer on its way. And it doesn't even move the net. Benevitz has his first points of the game. And that was a lights-out three. 40-27 Carlton, 109 to play first half. Front court, Walker. Now Kirk. Calls. Over to Kirk, and a foul on Getz will be the third on number three and the seventh, so a one-and-one one opportunity for Kobe Kirk. One for two from the free throw line. Kirk at 17 points, 58 seconds to go first half. One-and-one one Kobe Kirk, 82% free throw shooter. Gets the first. St. Olaf led early in this one. But it has primarily been a big first half for the Knights, leading 40-28 to 28 under a minute to go. Nice on the free throws. Neither even needed iron to go through. 40-29, to 29, clock rolling 55 seconds. Ball in the hands of Gibbons. He handed that off to Coling. Coling! Gets the basket as Kirk was trying to draw the charge. No call on that. And then a free shot for Coling. He's on the scoreboard, 42-29. to 29. Coach Kosmoski not happy with the uh, lack of a call on that at the other end of the floor as the Oles are on offense now, but down by 13 points, 27 seconds to go. There's still 12 on the shot clock. Kobe Kirk with eight on the shot clock. Kobe. Spin, move, fake, pass, up, off. And there was a foul. Kobe kind of taking it all on his own through about three or four players. Foul is whistled on Benevitz. That'll be his second, team's eighth. One of the other officials comes over to calm down Coach Kaz. As Kirk gets ready to take his free throws, it is... 
two-shot situation here. Got the first. Forty-two to thirty. Twenty points already for Kirk. Besides Kirk, only three players have scored for the Oles. We'll get to the individual scoring and stats, and hopefully that presentation of the 2023 national champion women's cross country team from Carlton as Kobe hits both free throws. 42-31, Carlton. Shot clock off, 17 seconds, 16-15. Ball handed off to Coling. Now it's Harris, looks to the high post area on a pass to Getz. Hands that one off to Banovitz. Banovitz pass intercepted by Kirk. Three seconds, two seconds, one second, Kobe, three, missed it. No foul, that's halftime. 42-31, Carlton with the lead over St. Olaf here at the half. 42-31, Carlton. Back in a moment on the Mighty 920, KDHL Fairbow, Minnesota. Carlton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. We are at the half here at Carleton College. And this is recognition of the national champion, Carleton women's cross country team. And now a standing ovation from the Carleton fans in attendance. And uh, prior to securing a spot at the national championship race. Once there, the Knights rallied from fourth place to win the closest first through fourth place team finish in NCAA Division III cross-country championship history. And now, please welcome the team. Sophomores, Celia Lehman-Dew and Ella Visconti. Thank you. 
Introduction of the 2023 National Champion Cross Country Team. They might be lightning quick out on the cross country course, but as they are being introduced here to a, a large throng of Carlton fans, they took their time walking out to midcourt and congratulate one another as they uh, soak up the uh, soak up the love and appreciation from the crowd on hand here at Carlton. And uh, now the uh, students singing as well as the cross-country team poses for a photograph with that national championship banner. Second team championship in Carleton history. The NCAA trophy also sitting out there at midcourt as that cross-country team turns to face the other side so that fans on this side of the gym could also get a picture and uh, really get a good look at that national championship banner so congratulations to that 2023 ncaa champion women's cross country team from carlton as they hold that trophy high in the air as they exit the floor here and the students continuing to stand and cheer we're at the half back with statistics it's 42 to 31 carlton leading over st olaf 42 to 31 
at the half. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at amesburytruth.com slash careers. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops life long learners at the half carlton is up on st olaf 42 to 31 statistics to share looking at the olies they have shot 35 percent six of 12 on three pointers that's led by kobe kirk at four for six on three pointers and the Oles are five for six from the free throw line. That is all Kobe Kirk. Shooting 46% in the first half for Carlton. Four for 13, just 31% on three-pointers. Six for six on free throws. Rebounding Carlton, a 22 to 14 advantage. Turnovers, the Oles turned it over five times, Carlton three times. Four steals by the Knights, two steals by the Oles. Points off turnovers are 6-6. Six to six. Points in the paint are 24-6 Carlton. Second chance points are 10-5 Carlton. Fast break points are 4-0 Carlton. And bench points are 9-2 Carlton. Biggest lead for the Oles, four points. Came about three minutes into the game. Carlton's biggest lead, 13 points. An eight-point run for Carlton is their biggest uh, stretch. An 8-0 run was their biggest stretch. The game has been tied twice and there's been one lead change as well. And for individual points, 21 points for Kobe Kirk in the first half. 5 for Greer, 3 for Albers, 2 for Mertes, and that's it. 31 points for the Oles. 21 of them belong to Kobe Kirk. St. Olaf playing without Connor Martin out with a uh, foot injury for a second straight game. Total points are 17 points for Harris. He has four rebounds and two steals to go with that. Seven points for Frisch, who's played some nice defense. A couple of rebounds for him. Six points for Getz. He's got eight rebounds to go with that. Five points, Gibbons. Three points, Banovitz. And two points, Coling with three, ba- three rebounds, two points, two rebounds for Sweat. For the Oles, uh, rebounding leader is Albers with three, along with Coles with three. Once again, Carlton out rebounding St. Olaf 22 to 14 here at the half. And at the half, 42 31, Carlton leads St. Olaf. 
42 to 31 on the mighty 920 kdhl faribault minnesota 97.9 fm the carlton college academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging but it's also uniquely supportive instead of competing students embrace a spirit of collaboration unlike most colleges carlton has three 10-week terms per academic year fall winter and spring which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. 42-31 at the half. Carleton with the lead over the Oles. Couple of minutes until we get underway with the second half of basketball. So not only were the uh, cross-country runners honored here moments ago at Carleton College, but some of the winter sports athletes for these schools have picked up some recent honors. Josh Wu off the Carleton swimming uh, team won two individual events and swam on two victorious re- uh, victorious relays as the Knights defeated St. Olaf in a dual meet on January 27th. 200 medley relay, the 400 free relay, plus the 100 breaststroke and 100 freestyle for Josh Wu, a senior out of Wisconsin. Um, in the diving side of things for the men, Oscar Hannaful of St. Olaf College out of Northfield, a senior. He won both sessions of the one-meter diving in that Oles duel against Carleton. On the swimming side, some honors going to the Oles as Charlotte Thompson, a senior from Arlington, Virginia, recorded four top two finishes, including three first-place finishes during said meet against Carleton. Thompson won the 1,000-yard freestyle, the 500-yard free, and was part of the winning 400-yard free relay. And Izzy Trainer, kind of your regular winner of the Diver of the Week on the women's side. Izzy, a senior out of Minneapolis and Wyzetta High School, posted the top score across two sessions of the one-meter diving against Carleton. So all of those different awards came from that meet on January 27th. There are these additional honors to pass along. An indoor track athlete of the week, Will Kelly of the St. Olaf Oles out of Illinois. Will broke the all-time program and conference record in the indoor 5,000 meter at the St. Olaf Invitational. And how about on the ice where the offensive player of the week for women's hockey is Solvay berg messerol of the Oles, who had a hat trick against Concordia. The sophomore uh, scored one at even strength, one on the power play, and one shorthanded, I believe it was. And the defensive player of the week is goalie Hannah Fritz of the Oles, the sophomore 2-0 against Concordia. Her third shutout of the season came over the weekend. She also has eight shutouts in her career, which I believe is now the program record. And keep in mind, Fritz is a sophomore. So some uh, Carleton student accolades and some St. Olaf student athlete accolades to share with you here at halftime. And once again, uh, looking at that stat page, St. Olaf shooting about 35% and Carleton shooting about 46%. So a pretty significant difference in that department. And it has the Knights up by 11 points here at the half. The other games that are going on today just want to take a look at the standings as I run through the schedule. I don't have a run-through on the scores for you, but St. Mary's at Concordia. Concordia is in the playoff. St. Mary's toward the bottom, at least currently in the playoff standing. Gustavus, who's battling uh, for potentially a top-two seed, 
is at Scholastica. Gustavus heavily favored there. Bethel, who's just outside the playoff picture right now, is at McAllister. McAllister has an outside chance, but they would have to get red hot. St. John's, who leads the conference, they're at Augsburg. Augie needs a little bit of help or needs a run to get into playoff contention. So those are the games that are going on tonight. And we'll just leave it at that. Teams are wrapping up on their warm-ups here for the second half. Games on Saturday, we'll have the Oles off. Carlton here with Concordia at three. Hamlin at Augsburg, Gustavus at Bethel, Scholastica at St. John's, and St. Mary's at McAllister. Those are all 3 p.m. games, part of uh, women's, men's doubleheaders for the most part. And then Monday, the Oles back to work. They'll host Hamlin on Monday. Teams are going to go with their original starters here to begin the second half. Metcalf, Albers, Greer, Kirk, and calls for St. Olaf. Gets Gibbons, Harris, Coling, and Banovitz for Carlton. Roy for Gordy on tonight's action on the Mighty 920 KDHL, Faribault, Minnesota. 97.9 on the FM. And online at kdhlradio.com. Download the app to your phone if you don't have it yet. KDHL app. As Gordy says, the it's free. The best four-letter word besides love. Isn't that how Gordy says it? Is free, and that's what the app is. It's free. F-R-E-E, free. The Oles with the ball. They attack the basket to my left. St. Olaf dressed in black, white numbers, gold trim. Albers hands it off to Metcalf. Metcalf limited in minutes in the first half with a couple of early fouls. Kirk on the dribble right now. Kobe's been the scorer. And, oh, he might have gotten fouled. What do we have for a call? And, okay, they're saying the shot was blocked is what they're saying because that one did come off short of the basket significantly. So the whistle is a, a blocked shot. So St. Olaf ball, but only eight seconds left on the shot clock on this opening possession. Now four on the shot clock. Greer to Calls. Calls picks it up two and one and the shot away. And that'll be a shot violation as it did not hit the iron. The shot got away in time, but the ball hit the side of the backboard. So that'll be a turnover on the Oles on their opening possession. St. Olaf needs to find some other players that can score, certainly. Greer with five. The only one with multiple baskets besides the 21 points scored by Kirk. Nice job getting inside, but missing the shot is Gibbons. And then the ball lost out of bounds by Carlton. So neither team scores on their opening possession. I think we went about two minutes in the first half before either team scored in the game. And St. Olaf had a lead for a little bit early on, but it has mostly been Carlton. Now St. Olaf led most of the way. What a nice pass. What a lightning pass from Albers to Calls. And Calls puts it up and through. St. Olaf with the first pat, uh, points of the second half. That was a well-executed play and a great pass from Josh Albers. I was starting to say that the Oles led most of the game first meeting, and then Carlton won in double overtime. Here, Carlton has led most of the way as they go inside. Albers bodying up on Banovitz. Banovitz misses it, and Kirk slides in to grab the rebound for the Oles. St. Olaf down 42-33. 18 and a half to go in the game. 
Metcalf looking to get that first step on the dribble. Oh, his pass is deflected and stolen by Harris. Harris into the front court. And Harris for the layup. 19 points for Luke Harris, the junior. 22 points per game for him. He's almost there in the opening two minutes of the second half. Albers hands to Kirk. Greer in the corner. Greer along the baseline, shovels it out to calls for three. A little short, long rebound comes off to Coling. He gives it quickly to Harris. Harris takes it in on that left flank. Into the front court, pulls up top of the key, passes left side. Hooked inside for Coling. Coling on Albers. Coling one way, then the other. Left hand off glass and in. Sam Coling, one field goal in the first half. He's got a field goal right away, second half. It is 46 33 nights. 17 and a half to go. Greer goes to uh, Metcalf. Metcalf, little backhand pass. Now Albers cuts, pass from Calls. And that's the reverse. Last time it was Albers to Calls. This time it was Calls to Albers on a slightly different play. Nice pass, though, for a second consecutive basket. 46 20, uh, excuse me, 46 35. And a turnover as a Carlton player lost his balance and traveled with the basketball. Oles have it with a chance to pull within single digits on a successful possession. 17 minutes to go, 46-35, Knights. Carlton has the edge in the overall series between the two. And holds on to the GOAT for a fourth straight year. Metcalf flicks it to Greer. 13 on the shot clock. Greer pushes it to Calls. Hands it to Kirk. Kirk drives out to Greer. Greer, a little head fake. Greer, free throw line, four on the shot clock. Kirk from the left wing. It's good for three. Five three-pointers, 24 points for Kirk. 46-38, eight-point lead for Carlton. 16-20 to go. Harris, guarded by Greer. Pass is anticipated and stolen by Kobe Kirk. Kirk into the front court, fakes a pass, reverse layup, missed it. And following up is Josh Albers to get up there and the putback basket. This is a six-point game. Biggest lead in the first half was 13. It's down to six-point game with 16 minutes to go second half. Ole's down six. Carlton with the basketball. And Harris drives on Greer. Harris jump stop, turn around, up, off, rebounded by Metcalf. Addison Metcalf front court between the legs dribble, waits out high. Crisscrosses, actually didn't even crisscross with Albers. They just kind of went opposite directions. Here's Greer with the basketball, backs off, deals it to Kirk. Kirk to Greer. Greer to Albers. Albers hands to Metcalf, down to 10 on the shot clock. Metcalf, the lefty for three, off the heel of the rim. It's all white shirts there for the rebound. Taken down by Matt Banovitz. Up by six, Carlton with the ball, 15-15 to go second half. Gets dribbles, drops it off for Harris. Harris passes it over to Gibbons. Gibbons, the senior out of Connecticut, has the basketball, almost stripped away into the corner. Only basketball, that's a turnover on Carlton. And a timeout is taken by the Knights. They're up six, but the basketball belongs to the Oles. And a timeout is taken by Carlton. 15.05 to go, 46-40. Carlton leads. 
We've got more basketball coming up in a moment on the Mighty 920 KDHL Faribault, Minnesota. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Mighty 920 KDHL, Faribault, Minnesota. This is Roy Koenig on the call. Sitting in for Gordy tonight. 46-40 the Knights with the lead over the Oles. Halftime score was... 42 to 31. So here in the second half, it's been 9-4 St. Olaf, and they have the ball. Double overtime earlier this season, 70 to 66 over at Skogland. Albers, Greer, Metcalf, Calls, and Kirk. Gets Banovitz, Harris, Sweat, and Frisch out there for Carlton. Greer takes the ball into the front court. Kirk goes to Albers or outside the perimeter. Greer in the corner. Greer, five points in the first half. He shoots. It's short. And grabbed on the fly by Harris. I don't think that one drew iron. So the Carlton fans give Greer some grief. Banovitz fakes out calls, drives, pass. Patient move, but missed the layup. Rebound, Banovitz, up and in. Banovitz with his second field goal of the game, 48-40. Carlton, 14 and a half minutes left. Greer into the front court. Calls, top of the key. Calls has taken a couple of three-pointers. He frees Kobe for a three and rattles this one in. Six three-pointers for Kobe Kirk. 48-43. 48-43. Carlton, 14 minutes to play. High post uh, delivered to Getz. Getz. Oh, calls the intercept on the pass intended for Banovitz along the baseline. St. Olaf has jumped a couple of routes here lately to come up with some turnovers. And Albers gives to Metcalf back to Albers. Kobe comes off a screen, free, missed it. Uh, heel off the uh, heel of the rim. Long high rebound taken by Harris. Five-point lead for the Knights, 13 and a half to go. Ball handed off to Banovitz. High post there with Wisgetz. Hands it to Banovitz. Holds up. Free throw line extended. Missed the shot. Rebound Kobe Kirk. Kirk on the rebound. Kobe Kirk's been doing a lot here. What's his rebound number? Where is that on here? I don't know where it is on there. (laughs) Calls with the basketball. Calls backing down. Banovitz lost the handle on the ball. Picked it up again. Albers straight on three. Short. Rebound tapped by Calls. Ole ball. Flings that over to Metcalf. Under 13 to play. Metcalf drives. Draws a crowd. Pass out. Is stolen by Harris. Poked away by Greer. Picked up by Getz. Fired ahead for Frisch. Into the corner. Sets up for a three. Line drive. Three from Miles Frisch. He's got 10 points. 51-43. Carlton, 12 and a half to go. Greer 
Top of the key. Veers to his left, left hand dribbled. Albers looks straight on, but has a man sweat in his face. Calls open for three. Got to take it. Missed it. Rebound to Knights. Battle for it. Banovitz gets the ball. The Knights have a chance to push it back out to a double-digit lead. Calls cuts off Harris's path to the basket. He kicks it out to Getz. Getz looks inside Banovitz. Backdoor pass. Metcalf tipped it away. And it'll still be Carlton Ball with 12 left on the shot clock. Dashiell Walker, the junior out of Louisville, Colorado, checks in. Jalen Hanna, the junior out of Burnsville, checks in. And Jaken Mertes, the freshman from Boise, checks in. The Oles with three subs. Kirk will continue to play. He has been the scorer for the Oles. Balance, even though Harris has big numbers, certainly more balance on the Carlton side. Did he not check in properly? Okay. One of the Oles, uh, Mertes, came back to the table and checked in a second time. He had felt that he was all right. Now a smirk on his face as everyone gets set for the inbound here for Carlton with 12 on the shot clock and 12 minutes on the game clock. Lewis, uh, I should say Luke Harris with a little left-hand hook. It's only a second field goal of the second half. He's got 21 points, and it is a 10-point lead once again, a double-digit lead once again for Carlton. They lead 53-43. Greer on the right side goes outside to Mertes. Now it's Walker. Walker for three. Nothing but the bottom of the net for Dashiell Walker for his first points of the ballgame. 53-46, Carlton, 11.25 to go. Pass top of the key, Coling. Coling gives it over to uh, uh, Gibbons. Missed a long three, rebounded by Mertes. St. Olaf basketball, Hannah. Dribbles to the uh, free throw line, then kicks it out to Walker. Kobe Kirk backs off a little from top of the key. 14 shot clock, Kirk drives, has his pocket picked by Frisch. Frisch goes the other way, layup good. 12 points for Miles Frisch, the senior from Eden Prairie. 55-46, Carlton, 10.45 to go. Handed off to Walker. Walker to Hannah. And Kirk looking for a player to go to, not the hoop. <coughs> Greer works at left side, Hannah. 10 on the shot clock. Walker, 6 on the shot clock. Now it is Mertes, two on the shot clock, scoops it up and in just before the time would run out on Jake and Mertes. 55-48, Carlson, 10-10 to go. Midway point, second half. Carlton has led most of the way. Oli's got within six here in the second half. Harris over to Frisch, back to Harris. Little head fake, drive up the lane, left hand missed it. Rebounded by Mertes. Greer takes the ball into the front court. Greer stops top of the key, deals it to Hannah on the left side. Hannah comes out of Burnsville. The junior floats, shoots, misses it off the heel of the rim. Rebound kicks out to the free throw line. Gibbons grabs it for the Knights. Races into the front court, tries to get by Kirk. Deals to the corner to Frisch, and then Harris has it on the left wing. 20 left on the shot clock, plenty of time for Carlton. No hurry for the Knights. There's a two from just inside the top of the key. Harris 
with uh, 23 points in the game. By the way, Kirk has 27 points in the game, but the Knights lead 57-48, 9-15 to go in the second half. Hannah passes to Murtis. Skip pass to Greer on the left wing. Straight on look for Walker from the top of the key. Passes to Hannah. Eight seconds on the shot clock. Kobe Kirk drives baseline, spin, floats. That shot is blocked. He is blocked. He is fouled. Kobe Kirk is going to go to the free throw line. Foul is on Frisch. That is the first foul of the second half on either team, not coming until 11 minutes expired off the clock. Kobe Kirk to the line. He's five out of six from the free throw line. He's the only Ole who has shot free throws in tonight's game. Kirk, 27 points. Free throw good. Back into the game is Banovitz and Getz. Boy, they weren't off for long, but Harris and Sweat will come out. 57-49, eight-point lead for Carlton, just under nine minutes to play. Second free throw on its way, hit it. Seven out of eight free throw shooting. Timeout is taken. A full timeout. We'll hold it here, though, at this time. And uh, let you know, big stories on the Carlton website. Josh Wu named MIEC Athlete of the Week for swimming. Went through some of those notes at halftime. Women's Cross Country celebrating its national championship during this week with that halftime presentation that just took place. And Carlton will be hosting a Little Knights Winter Youth Clinic Saturday the 10th, as well as Saturday the 24th at the West Gym here. Girls and boys ages 8 to 12 find out about the cost and what it comes with by going to the Carlton Athletic website for the Little Knights Winter Youth Clinic. Knights return from layoff with a 9-0 win at St. Mary's for men's tennis. And a uh, Knights cruising to a senior day win over St. Olaf in men's swimming and diving back on the 27th. And on the women's side, the Knights also defeating the Oles on January 27th. 57-50, to go, second half. Carlton with the lead. Carlton has led most of the way. The Oli's biggest lead was four points very early in the game. Knights have led by as many as 13. The Oli's have gotten to within six a couple of times here in the second half. The game only featured two ties and one lead change. So St. Olaf had the initial lead. It wasn't big. I think eight to four, maybe something like that. And then when Carlton took the lead away for the first lead change, that's been it. Carlson has led since that time. And so Carlton has led for about 17 of the first 20 minutes and now certainly have led for the entire 11 minutes and change here in the second half. So it's been uh, Carlton leading, but St. Olaf is within striking distance. Carlton with the basketball right now, 10 on the shot clock. Frisch passes down low to Banovitz. Banovitz bumping with Walker, 5 on the shot clock. He sneaks through. Hook shot misses. Rebound. There's a lot of black shirts in there. Kirk fights for it. Gets the rebound as two Knights fall around him. Only basketball down seven. 8.20 to go. 
Greer directing traffic. They got the ball into the front court very quickly, so lots of time for Greer to set up. Work around gives to Hannah. Hannah hands to Kirk. Kirk, 29 points in the game, splits the defense and sets it up and in. It is now a five-point game. 57-52, eight minutes remaining. Carlton basketball into the front court, dribbles Gibbons. Alex Gibbons, a senior out of Connecticut. With the ball is Getz. Getz comes out of Chaska. He's a junior. Frisch, the senior from Eden Prairie. Hands that off to Coling. Coling cut off on a baseline drive. Ten on the shot clock. Driving, floating, shooting. Frisch continues to have a big offensive game. It's 59-52. Carlton, seven and a half to go. Greer hands that one off to Kirk to Hannah. Outside the arc, top of the key. Pulling up on the dribble. He was looking inside for Murtis, but didn't like the shabby pass. Then Greer, Greer, drills a three from the left wing. Caleb Greer with his second three of the game. The Oles are now within four points. 59-54, 7.05 to go. Skip pass. Goes ahead to Banovitz. Banovitz hands the ball off to Frisch. Frisch. Comes to the top of the lane, passes right side for Gibbons. Gibbons drives baseline, banks it up and in around Kirk. Gibbons with his first field goal of the second half. 61-55, Knight 6.45 to play. Greer takes his time, talking to the team. Pass to Mertes, back out to Greer, right side, cut off on the baseline, still drives, dishes, corner, Walker, three, it skims off the rim, rebounded, weak side by Kohling. Six-point lead for the Knights with the ball, 6.20 to go. Driving, left side gets, cut off by Greer, still drives, around, through him, reverse layup, up, good, basket counts, going to the free throw line, is Spencer gets first basket of the second half. One shot coming, foul on Greer, his second team's first. We are nearly 14 minutes into the second half before the Oles are called on their first foul. We were nine minutes in, I think it was, before the first foul was called on Carlton in the second half. It has not been a physical game. (laughs) Gets good on the free throw. The lead all of a sudden back up to nine for Carlton. 6-10 to go, 64-55, Oles, crucial possession, fairly late in the second half. Low post, calls, calls, bangs and bangs again, turns, shoots, shot short, rebounded by Getz. Calls 6-6, battling against the 6-3 Getz, and Getz gets the win and the rebound. And Carlton, front court, 20 seconds on the shot clock, the lead could be pushed back to double digits, Harris missed it. Put back, what a play by Matt Vanovitz. Following up, just the one hand tap back in. The lead is back to double digits for Carlton at 66-55, five and a half to go. Calls in the free throw circle. Calls looks inside, keeps it outside, Greer. Greer, oh, nice pass. He threaded that through, but then it goes knocked away and turned over. Frisch to the other end, goes coast to coast, layup, backdoor play, and it was kind of a layoff glass meant for a uh, alley-oop on the other side, I believe. Bandovitz ends up getting fouled, and two shots will be coming his way. 
foul is on the Oles, number 22, Dashiell Walker, his first team second. This is a two-shot opportunity for Banovitz, who is an 82% free-throw shooter, but misses the first. Metcalf back in, Albers back in, Walker out, Greer out. St. Olaf playing without Connor Martin, their second-leading scorer, out with a foot injury from the Gustavus game. One more free throw left here for Banovitz. He missed them both. Metcalf gets the rebound. Ooh, Albers got jabbed in the face. Albers checks his nose, checks his uh, upper lip. Don't, no obvious blood. Play continues. Ole's in the front court. Metcalf under five minutes to play. St. Olaf down 11. Inside Albers. Turns around. Shot good. Knocked in the mouth or not. Albers converts on the offensive side. Nine-point difference, 66-57, 4.40 to go. Carlton ball. Carlton in the white uniforms. Blue numbers attacking the basket to my right. Here at the West Gym on Carlton College. As Benevitz backs down calls, missed the shot, flying in Kobe Kirk for the rebound, gets double-teamed a bit after that. Held onto the basketball, St. Olaf with the ball down nine, 4.20 to go. And Kirk levitates at the free throw line and draws the foul as well. He floats, he shoots, he scores and draws the foul on Banovitz. It'll be his third. Kobe Kirk goes to the free throw line for a three-point attempt. For it to complete a three-point play is what he will attempt. 66-59. Only the second foul on the Knights. Only two fouls have been called on the Oles in the second half, and we're down to 4.15 to play. Free throw in and out. As Kirk misses the free throw, he's got 33 points. 66-59, Carlton, 4-10 to play Knights with the basketball. Harris on the high dribble, hands the ball off to Frisch. Gets back to Harris, drives on Hannah, and Hannah strips it away. Harris is saying, I was shooting. The official says, no, you weren't. It's an inbound play. The foul is whistled on Jalen Hanna, his third, team's third of the second half. It is Carlton Ball. 20 is put on the shot clock, 4.01 on the game clock. Looking for the inbound is Frisch. Frisch gives it into Harris. Harris, <laughs> I think he dribbled it off his foot, but he kept it. Frisch stumbles his way up the lane, kicks it out right side, open three. He's drilled by Banovitz. Ten-point lead, Carlton. 3.44 to go, 69-59 over the Oles. Banovitz is up to ten points now. Seven of those here in the second half. Kirk calls outside, top of the uh, key, and a foul. Kobe Kirk fouled as he's driving straight up the lane to the hoop. Gibbons, nope, check that. Gets, I believe, called on the foul, which will be his fourth. Team's third of the second half. Two-shot opportunity for Kobe Kirk. Seven out of nine from the free throw line. Two shots here for Kobe. 82% on the season. Free throw good. 69-59, 69-60, nine-point Carlton lead, 3.30 to go. 
34 points on the night for Kobe Kirk. Free throw good. 69-61, eight-point game, three and a half to go. Carlton with the ball. Aeoli's putting on some pressure in the backcourt, not real strong. Harris into the front court, hands the ball off to Gibbons. Gibbons to gets back to Harris. Harris drives through the lane. That shot might have been partially blocked by Albers. Offensive rebound by Banovitz. Knocked away by Metcalf, but it goes right to the hands of Gibbons. Gibbons drives up the lane against Metcalf. Banks it in. Alex Gibbons. Seven, eight, nine points for him. Three minutes to go. 71-61. Once again, Carlton double to the digits. And Albers follows up on the miss by Hannah. And puts that up and through. St. Olaf takes timeout. 71-63. Ole is down by eight. We get a 30-second timeout called for. And I don't know if the computer will let me do this. Let's see if we can take a break. On the Mighty 920 KDHL. Apparently not. Well, I'm just looking at my computer. I've lost my internet connection. We'll try and reestablish that. If possible. There we go. Should be able to fire off a commercial at the next opportunity. Under three minutes to go. And 71-63 Carlton. They've got the ball. Corner shot. Bubbles out. Rebound gets. Out to Harris. Harris left side pass. Gibbons. Three. That's a big one. 74-63. 2.30 to go. Ole's with the ball, but now down 11. Metcalf, step back, top of the key, inside calls, delivered from Kerr, calls, shot is blocked from behind by Gibbons, all ball, Carlton basketball, 2.15 to go, they lead by 11. Outside to Harris. Harris wants to wave off some of the players, direct some traffic out top of the key. Clock closing in on two minutes to go, still a double-digit lead for Carlton. St. Olaf got within four. That's the closest they've gotten in the second half. Calls knocks the ball away from Getz somehow without making contact. And it's St. Olaf basketball, minute 50. Kirk drives, and the runner bubbles around and falls through for Kobe Kirk. 74-65. He's at 37 points with a minute 40 to go. And then Kirk does everything he can on a basketball court, tries out for the soccer team, and kicks the ball out of bounds. And the Oles take a timeout. We'll see if I'm on speaking terms with my computer on the Mighty 920. KDHL 74-65 Carlton. Since the turn of the century, Federated Mutual Insurance Company and many of our employees have called Owatonna home. We work hand-in-hand with our neighbors through giving, volunteering, and focusing on community initiatives. We invest in this community because we love to see opportunities and advancements, such as the new high school and the downtown developments. 
We enjoy seeing the citizens of our great community continue to grow and thrive. And above all, we are proud to be part of Oatana's rich history and all that Oatana has to offer. 74-65, Carlton with the lead. They've led the entire second half. The Oles have gotten within six. Then they got within five. Then they got within four. Now down nine, 139 to go. It is Carlton basketball. Now, interestingly enough, with only three fouls per side, the Oles would have to crank up on the fouls here if uh, we need to get into that situation, down by nine with a minute 39 to go in order to be sending Carlton to the free throw line. So Knights race into the front court. Oles trap him, but they get it away. They find Frisch all alone underneath. Oles trying to go for some steals. They don't get it. And an easy basket. Frisch is having a real nice night at 16 points in the game for Miles Frisch. Kirk for three. He's fouled. And he's going to go to the free throw line for three free throws. And that is on Banovitz. That'll be his fourth. So two Knights have four fouls. Kobe Kirk goes to the free throw line for three free throws. 82% free throw shooter. Two, four, six, eight, nine. Nine for 11 tonight. Three here. First one good. That makes it 76-66. One nineteen to go. 10-point lead for Carlton. Trying for the season sweep. Teams split last year and the year before. Second free throw good. Carlton swept in 2019-2020. The Oles swept in 2018-2019. 76-67. And the third free throw is good as well. Three straight made by Kirk. 76-68, 117 to play. And Hannah, the foul, that'll be his fourth. Fourth on Hannah, fourth on the team. One fifteen to go. Inbound play for Carlton on the far sideline. Into Banovitz. Calls on him. Always not committing immediate fouls. Now they do jab at the ball, and that'll be calls. Double-checking who gets called on the foul here. It is 52 calls. His first. Team's fifth. One fifteen remaining. <clears throat> And the officials conferring about something related to, I don't know if it's where the ball goes in or the time on the shot clock. They're saying they crossed court, got across mid-court. They haven't changed anything. So I guess officials conferring just to Verify that everyone was on the same page for the inbound play. Underneath gets, takes it to the hoop along the baseline. Again, the Ole's trying for steals. It's creating some open shots, and Carlton is benefiting and hitting him. 78-68. Kobe Kirk twists his way to the hoop. 78-70 with one minute to go. The Ole's might be down, but they're not out, and they're fighting right to the very end. Here's the upcoming schedule for St. Olaf. The Oles host Hamlin on Monday. They go to St. John's on Wednesday. Go to St. Scholastica next Saturday. 
And then on Valentine's Day, they'll be up at Concordia. Pretty sure that's a women's men's doubleheader up at Concordia. And then on Saturday the 17th, definitely a women's men's doubleheader when they host Bethel to wrap up on the regular season. So five games left after today. Carlton has six left after today. They host Concordia on Saturday. Monday they host Augsburg. Next Wednesday they go to Hamlin. And then Saturday the 10th they'll be at Bethel. Wednesday the 14th hosting Mac. And Saturday the 17th St. Mary's comes in here. Carlton sitting in fourth place in the conference, just a half game behind Gustavus. Hamlin in second at 10 and 4 with a uh, two game advantage in the win column over Hamlin, over Gustavus, and then St. John's on top ahead of Hamlin. St. John's leading the way in the MIAC. 78 70. Carlton's led the entire second half. There's exactly one minute to play. Baseline inbound backcourt. Carlton, Oles full court pressure. Five fouls committed by the Oles. They actually pass that one back and forth in uh, uh, on the baseline. One player out of bounds throwing it to another player out of bounds. And then that first player stepped in, took the uh, inbound, and then got fouled right away. Foul on Albers, his first. That's six on the team. 58.4 seconds to go. Next foul will send Carlton to the free throw line. Inbound to Banovitz, and Hannah, got to be careful. Oh, he pokes it away. Calls with the basketball, and calls is called for a travel before the shot. Goodness gracious. So Hannah, playing with four fouls, knocked the ball away cleanly. Calls was whistled for traveling as a surprise gift comes into his hands, and the Oles turn it back over to Carlton. Baseball pass down the floor. It is caught, spin move. Mahomes would have been happy with a pass like that that's caught by Gibbons. And now 80-70 to 70 with 46 to go. And Metcalf from across campus misses a three. Metcalf then comes and hugs Miles Frisch. Frisch will go to the other end for a one-and-one. One. That was just a deep bomb of a pass from the inbounder. I already forgot who was inbounding it, but the ball was caught in a stride by Gibbons, and then he went in for the basket, which extended the lead back to 10 for Carlton with just under 42 seconds to go in the second half. And at the free throw line is uh, Frisch for a one-and-one. Missed the front end, and Albers gets the rebound. Still a 10-point game with 36 seconds to go. Calls to Albers. The Oles need shots. Albers for three, and he hit it. And the Oles have a timeout left. That would be their final timeout that they have just taken. 14 points for Albers. 29.7 seconds remain. And it's 80-73, to 73. Carleton. It's been an exciting game, even though Carleton has had uh, uh, an advantage and at times a decided advantage. St. Olaf is shooting 42%, 11 for 25 on three-pointers. That's 44%. Carleton is shooting... Uh, 33 for 65, that's 51% in the game. They're 7 for 18 on threes, 39%, nothing wrong with that. St. Olaf, 12 for 14 on free throws. Carlton is 7 for 10. 40 points in the game for Kobe Kirk on 12 of 20, shooting overall. 6 of 9 from three-point range, 12 of 14 on free throws. 35 points for Luke Harris. He's 8 for 18 overall, but 6 for 6 from the free throw line. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong column for that. My mistake. I apologize on that. So Kobe Kirk is at 42 points. Harris is at 23 points. 42 for Kirk. So I actually undercut him, and, and I was looking at the wrong column for Harris. 23 points for Harris. Still a big number, certainly. He's one of five knights in double figures. The Oles do have Albers at uh, 14 along with Kirk at 42. Seven-point lead right now, and Carlton does the same thing. Two guys out of bounds to handle the inbound, then Calls commits a foul on Banovitz, who will go to the free-throw line at the other end for a one-and-one. Calls called on the foul. That is his second, the team's eighth. 27 seconds to go, 80-73. to 73. This is a one-and-one one for Banovitz. Banovitz 0 for 2 from the free throw line, but he is 82% on the season. 27 seconds to go, 8-point lead for Carlton. Front end of the 1-1 one one is good. Now that makes it 81-73. And the second free throw is good as well. 82-73, to 73, 27 seconds to go. Kirk into Albers. Albers crosses the timeline with 24 to go. Metcalf in the corner, catches a pass. Step back, now gives to Albers. Albers back to Metcalf, corner three, that's short. Rebounded by Banovitz. Banovitz with 14 seconds to go, gets fouled. Now with 13 seconds to go, Banovitz fouled by Albers. Nine-point lead. Carlton can push it back to double figures again right now. Banovitz gets a one-and-one, uh, one, the ninth foul whistled. Big crowd here at Carleton College. Front end is good for Banovitz. He's now made three straight after missing two free throws. 13 points in the game for Banovitz. And his next shot is through as well. 84-73, 13 seconds to go. The Knights are going to get a season sweep of Carlton. <laughs> the Knights are going to get a season sweep of the Oles. You can't sweep yourself. And a floater in the lane, around and off by Kobe Kirk. He gets a putback basket. That's good. Three seconds to go. 84-75. And that's it. 84-75 is the final score as Carlton gets the season sweep. We already knew they would hold on to the GOAT because you have to sweep to get it back. And it was already in Carlton's possession. The Knights win it here this evening. 84-75 will get a post-game show, which may even include an interview or two. Hang on, we'll be right back. 99-20, KDHL, the Knights win, 84-75 over the Oles. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. All right, that final score tonight, 84 to 75. They'll leave that up on the board for a little bit here at uh, Carleton. As they get the win over St. Olaf, that's the first half stats. We'll go through some second half stats momentarily here. 
with the win. Carlton now has won five of their last six. They improve to uh, 12 and 7 on the season, 9 and 5 in the MIAC. Next up for Carlton is a home game with Concordia on Saturday. The Oles have lost their fourth in a row after a four game winning streak right before that. Oles dropped to 8 and 12 on the season, 7 and 8 in the MIAC with a home game against Hamlin. And that'll be a toughie. Uh, Hamlin, second place right now in the Mayak, right behind St. John's. That's a Monday game, so a, a tough assignment coming up for the Oles. And Concordia uh, for Carleton this Saturday. Concordia, a team that is in the playoff picture right now at 7-6 and six entering today's play. Uh, certainly a team that's uh, inspired to try and climb up a bit in the standings and knowing Concordia, knowing and even Carleton knowing that he has slip up here in the final five, six games. Things can change. So both teams have a, load of, a lot of motivation going into Saturday's game as well. All right, I've got some stats here. Overall shooting, St. Olaf 26 for 62, 42%. Carlton 33 for 65, 51% shooting tonight for Carlton. Three-point shooting, 11 for 26, 42% for the Oles. And 7 for 18, 39% for Carlton. Some of the team stats, Carlton 39-29 in rebounding. Uh, turnover is 11 by the Oles, 9 for Carlton. Uh, points off turnovers were 15-13 in favor of Carlton. Points in the paint were 50-28 to 28 in favor of Carlton. Carlton, a lot of players driving to the baskets. The, the Oles obviously relying on the three-pointer a lot. Six for nine individually by Kobe Kirk from three-point range. The Oles hitting 11 threes in the game, so certainly points in the paint very heavily in Carlton's favor. Um, so that's uh, kind of some of those numbers. Some individual numbers. Let me see which of the screens on this website uh, work best for me here. How about for the Oles? Waiting to see. There's a, there's a chance we'll have an interview or two here. Otherwise, then we'll... Uh, Sign off and uh, wish you a good night from Carleton College shortly. 44 points in the game for Kobe Kirk. He ends up going 6 for 9 on threes, 12 for 14 on free throws. The uh, Oli's top scorer far and away. And uh, and, and, and even with, with the contributions with some other players, the Oli's able to battle back in this game and get in a position where a comeback was not out of the question. Yeah, come on over here, Mr. Frisch. See if we can get you hooked up on a microphone. Hey, I'm Roy. How you doing? Yeah. Have you throw those on? Make sure you can hear me and everything. Can you hear me okay? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'll just have the microphone okay. a little, little closer to you there. So, uh, Miles Frisch, thanks for the time. Nice win for you guys. What's your reaction? It was a good win. Good team win. Um, it's always nice to beat all off. So, it's a good, good team win, yeah. You lit it up today. What was the story for you tonight? Yeah, I just felt good. Um, teammates were getting me the ball, but shots were going in, so, yeah, it was good. There's obviously a lot of players on this team that score and people have roles. What was it about tonight maybe that, that they were finding you or something the Oles were doing defensively? What do you think was part of the reason that they were finding you for some shots? Um, I think it's kind of a credit to how we were moving the ball tonight. Um, we were getting it to the second side every time, and um, just my teammates were able to find me. Um, I was watching you on defense at times. You were draped all over Kobe Kirk at times. Defensively, even though Kobe ended up with 44 points, it obviously is a huge night. A lot of the other Oles not able to contribute a lot. What is it that you guys are trying to do defensively tonight that, that did work? Yeah, I mean, he's a really good player. So, I mean, 
44 is obviously a great night. But, um, <laughs> no, our our game plan was um, just to try to defend the ball screens pretty well, um, limit offensive rebounds, um, sort of have a – they're really good at cutting, so kind of limiting the cuts and stuff. Um, but I think we did a pretty decent job at those. You guys were up by double digits at one time. St. Olaf got within, I think, within four points. Um, what's happening in your huddle? What are you guys saying to each other as all of a sudden a game you lead by double digits is down to almost a one-possession game? Yeah, just kind of staying in it, staying together. Um, just it's a game of runs, just kind of keeping with it. What do you like about your chances down the stretch here to, to stay in good position, maybe even work up the standings? What, what do you like about uh, what uh, you guys could still do? I think I think we have all the talent we need. Um, just got to keep getting one win at a time. All right. What are you enjoying about uh, the basketball season overall then? Uh, just hanging out with my friends. Um, it's my last year, so just definitely enjoying it. But, um, yeah, it's always a great time. So kind of happy to get a good game like this to sort of end it out. Okay. Where do you guys have the GOAT? Where is the GOAT around um, here physically? It's up, it's up in the, uh, like, trophy case. Oh, in the trophy yeah, case yeah. out in the main lobby yeah. there. Okay, well, you guys get to hang on to it for now. Truth be told, I'm also the play-by-play guy for the Oles, so maybe next year the Oles will wrestle it away from you guys. Uh, but, Miles, great game tonight. Awesome. Congratulations Appreciate on it. a win. Thank you. All right, thank you. All right, Miles Frisch. What's that? Oh, here we go. All right. And it looks like we've got Mr. Alex Gibbon sitting down. We've got to find the right microphone here. Can you hear me okay, Alex? I can hear perfect. All right. Uh, what's your reaction to the win tonight uh, here over the Oles? Just uh, very happy. Really good show out from our fans and everything, so it was really nice to get the job done. Normally we switch on and off on who wins, so we go to their place, beat them, and they come here. So the last three years they beat us at our place, so it was really nice as a senior to come home and take the win. You know, it's a good point. Last couple of seasons it's been a split. This year you guys get the sweep. Now the Oles uh, were down by double digits. They crawl back to within four points. What are you thinking then? Um, thinking just that we just got to recoup, keep playing together. We were a little bit, uh, didn't have enough energy. When we kind of got up, we get a little bit complacent. And, I mean, their guy, Colby, Colby was having a great night. So some of the shots, you can't got to give it to him. He kind of got them back in the stretch there. But we played really good team defense, make sure to make him have the hardest shots as possible, given all the fouls on his shooting. But, yeah, it was just try to refocus, take good shots, take care of the ball, and then be strong on defense. What is it that you say maybe got a little complacent? What is it that kick-started you guys? I think uh, just bringing more energy when someone on the court makes a great play, gets a great offensive rebound, it kind of rallies the whole team together. So we kind of feed off each other for energy sense. And I think sometimes we can get a little bit low energy when things aren't going our way. So it's just for someone to be vocal and just make the physical play, just to get the people back into it. How does the energy of the crowd, great crowd here tonight, how much do you feel that? Oh, I, that's definitely an aspect of the game. Great energy in tonight, hundreds plus students probably. Uh, normally West Gym isn't that packed, so it definitely brings to the atmosphere. And I think they, we really do feed off them a bunch, especially when we're shooting well. What do you like about your chances moving forward here? You guys are in a good position right now, but a lot of things can change with about a half dozen games left. But what do you like uh, on the positive side about what you guys can do for the balance of the season to build momentum for the playoffs? Um, yeah, we had a goal in our statement to go 8-0 and for the rest of the season okay. after that St. John's game. So we're taking it just one game at a time, kind of really think about it, really do the right thing, and then kind of work on progressing towards getting better and better, sharing the ball, our defense fundamentals, and everything like that as we go on so we can have the best momentum possible going into playoffs is that where we are. And what about, you know, tonight a role player like Frisch steps up. I know his average is maybe three points per game, and, and he goes and, and, and scores 6-9. 
10, 11, 12, what, 16 points or something in the yeah. game. He has a monster game. So what is it about the capability of many, maybe anybody to step up or just the different players that can fill good roles and be uh, the leader on any given night to contribute in a big way? Yeah, the really good thing about our team is our depth. Someone like Miles, someone like Christo, someone like John, like anyone come Chuck even, coming off the bench, we all have confidence in each other. So when someone gets going, we know they're having a good night. We're trying to feed them the ball, and we're trying to get them going. And we have full trust in our teammates, any one of them, to do what needs to be done. So I think that's a really great aspect of our team. But besides that, I'm just really happy for him. He played a heck of a game tonight, and I hope he remembers it. All right, I think you will. Alex, congrats on a win. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for your time. All right, appreciate that very much. I'll just grab those from you. All right, good luck the balance of the way there. So, yeah, if Coach wants to come over for a minute, that is fun as well. Coach Kershaw will step in in uh, just a second here. Of course, now the headphones are all sweaty after the players put them on a couple of times, Coach. All good. All good. We can handle that. All right. Well, I'm Roy. I'm, I'm Roy. Yes, nice Gordy to see you. Yes, yeah, yes. Nice to see you. Uh, Big nice. shoes to fill with Gordy, but we're happy you're here, Roy. Thank you. Yes, you're very welcome, and you're not kidding. I mean, Gordy is the man. Everyone loves Gordy. Um, <laughs> Eighty-four to seventy-five. You guys went over St. Olaf today. What is your? What are a couple of your initial reactions or thoughts? Yeah, we're really proud of the team. Really proud. Really proud of the guys. It wasn't our cleanest game per se. I'd say in a lot of ways, but. Um, you know, we made enough plays that we needed to. And, and the ultimate takeaway, I'm, I'm very happy and pleased for our seniors. You know, we've got six seniors on our team. You know, we haven't beat these guys here in West Gym for a couple years. And, you know, it was a big deal for our seniors. Uh, and, and they really played well. I mean, to see Miles Frisch, you know, step up and, and have a great game for us. And, and Matt Banovitz, you know, was consistent. And Alex Gibbons and Chuck Sweat and those guys. It was, it was really neat. Very happy for them. So, yeah, very pleased with the win overall. Uh, the Oles got within four after you guys were up by double digits. What are some of the thoughts? What are some of the comments in the huddle at that point? Yeah, we just had some breakdowns in our execution. You know, just some of our covers defensively there, um, you know, where we just weren't, we just didn't execute at the level that we needed to. And so it's just, you know, that's generally what it was. And those guys, I give them a ton of credit. They're obviously a little bit uh, shorthanded without Connor. Um, and, you know, as always, Kaz has them playing really hard and organized and, um, you know, they, they gave us they gave us a great game tonight. And um, so it, for us, it was just the, the execution. And we got, you know, we had a huge offensive rebound and a kick out. We got a, a you know, a, a three uh, there late to give us a little bit of separation there, which was huge. And and uh, yeah, so just just to be able to execute down the stretch like that was was great for us for sure. 16 points for Frisch, well above, well above his average, obviously. What was happening that allowed him to be in a position to, to score the points he did? You know, I, I think in some ways I've, I've been a, a part of a lot of these games as a player, coach on both sides, and I told the guys in the last couple of days, listen, like I've seen some crazy stuff happen in the St. Olaf Carlton games, and Miles, you know, it was great for him. I, I'm so proud of him to see that. And, and you know, the, just the kind of ball found him, and, and Miles has had a really good year for us. His numbers, his scoring numbers, you know, haven't been off the charts or anything, but just his consistency has been terrific. And, you know, very proud of him thrilled for him to have a moment like this and you know in your last game you know against against your rival school at home and and, and very cool thing yeah a any other players you want to make mention of for for any particular reason uh yeah i mean i thought luke harris really kept us going there in the first half I, you know at, uh, spencer gets uh had some huge baskets for us matt banham is down the stretch big three in the corner some huge offensive rebounds for us 
you know, that was uh, that was huge. And Alex Gibbons, I thought, was just really consistent on both sides for us too. So, so yeah, just a just a total team team win for our guys, and and hopefully we can. We've been playing at a pretty good level, and we got a uh, you know a good test coming in here with uh, a very talented Concordia team coming in here on Saturday. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll have to keep it going, and we'll have to play at a, at a high level again on on Saturday. All right, congrats on the win, uh, Ryan. Appreciate the time, Roy. Thank you very much. Take All care. Right. Yep, you too. All right, very good. Thank you, sir. Ryan Kershaw with us there to wrap things up on the broadcast here tonight from Carleton College and the West Gym where the Carleton Knights score the season sweep over the Oles, the final score of 84-75. to And uh, just for closure, I should give you the rundown on the scoring. How about just the points? 44 points for Kobe Kirk for the Oles, 14 for Albers, 8 for Greer, 4 Mertes, uh, three points for Walker and two for Calls and for Carlton. Love the balance. Harris, 23 points in the game. Uh, Frisch, 16 points in the game. Gibbons, 14. Uh, Banovitz, 14. 11 points for Getz. That's five players in double figures. What great balance. Coaling with four and then two for Sweat to round out the scoring. Once again, it is a season sweep. Carlton over the Oles. The final score tonight is 84-75. to My name's Roy Koenig sitting in for Gordy Cosfeld on the Mighty 920 KDHL, Faribault, Minnesota. High school basketball is coming up on Friday night as uh, Triton Cobras have a game on Friday night hosting Bethlehem Academy on uh, the Mighty 920 KDHL. Also on Friday on our sister station, AM 1390 KRFO in Owatonna. Uh, the Huskies will be at Austin for boys' basketball. So that's coming up on Friday. Next game for Carleton is a home game with Concordia on Saturday. Once again, that final score for a final time is 84-75. The Knights beat the Oles tonight here at West Gym. Good night from uh, Carleton.
Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops life long learners. 